Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Mob Rules. In this episode, we discover if Jeff the Custode really did turn to chaos, or was it his evil twin. The boys also talk about their favorite subject, orcs, or as we like to call them, orcs. And we wrap up 2015 and talk about what we would like to see under the Christmas tree, both from GW and from our significant others. <clears throat> hint, hint. Welcome to episode 12 of Mob Rules! Welcome to episode 12 of Mob Rule, the podcast that forgets it jinked when it does a warp lance to a fire raptor <laughs> and then blows up that fire raptor on the turn it arrives. Why did this happen? Yeah. That... <laughs> what did you do? Um, well, hey, uh, first off, I, I'm John. And, <laughs> hey, and... John. <laughs> joined... hey, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Jo- joined, as always, by Ted. Hey, welcome back. And um, we have, uh, you know, due to our terrible audio, you can't hear our guest. Uh, also because uh, we don't have a guest today. Aww. Right now. Right now. We might get someone later. But Take that not guest. Yeah, I think for what we're talking about, uh, we, we don't really need a guest. And we'll get that to that more in a little bit here. But... Back to what we were talking about, I, I did play a game of 40k. Where um, you've been doing that lately? I have, I have. Uh, well, it's my first game of my Tyranids. Um, so I was running my my modified Lictor Shame list, yeah. which was actually super fun to play. Um, so I, I think I topped out at like nine Lictors. So you're pretty much the only person in the state that has Lictors, I'd imagine, right? Like, who right, plays Lictors. <laughs> Um, what I, were you thinking? I bought all the lictors off of one guy locally. I, I know one other guy who has two. Probably didn't have to twist his arm too much. No. Um, I now have 12 lictors. Okay. Because I had to replace a couple of the really old school funky looking ones that I just don't enjoy the look uh... of. Um, but, so yeah, first game of this. So I, I have nothing but spores and lictors and three Molochs and two Flyrens. You know, just classic kind of multiple small unit fun. Uh-huh. Um and I'm flying forward with my one surviving flyrant, and uh, I go to fire raptor, and I cast my little warp lance, and it, and it, and it goes off, uh-huh. and I hit, and I roll a six for the damage, and it blows up the fire raptor before the fire <laughs> raptor can really do anything. So okay, so the guy was playing marines. Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was uh, iron iron hands tactics. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, it was it was a really good list. I asked for a competitive because this is like um, the Tyranids are going to be my my quote-unquote competitive army oh. I'm not necessarily uh <laughs> okay. playing for the fun of it uh so i asked him to bring a really hard list and yeah he he did for sure um he had two karis uh assault cannon dreads oh. uh contemptor dreads he had a uh derodeo dreadnought okay he had four units of five marines with melta guns and tanks or rhinos um, Why did he go with the melted guns against fire? Rap? Well, because it's. I think he was testing his tournament list, like I was testing oh, my okay. tournament list. And, you so know, you guys are both doing all comers then. Yeah, yeah, okay. and he had a, a drop pod <clears throat> melta stern guard too. Hmm. So it was it was it was a very very tough game, um, but yeah. So I, I I blew up his fire raptor, and then after the game, we're talking about it, and he was like, "Hey, 
you shouldn't be able to do that. You jinked. <laughs> you were hitting on sixes. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. You took uh, your hand off the piece. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I felt, call it back then. <laughs> felt a little bad about it. I mean, he did beat me 11-1, so I didn't feel terrible about it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Cheating. The game was a, a lot closer than the, the score mm-hmm. the score suggested, but so since since you cheated to get that yeah. uh, that fire raptor, yes, can you just like wash your your loss? And say yeah, because the game somebody cheated. Yeah, the game didn't count. It was thrown out because of a uh, loss. So <laughs> oh, thrown out because of cheating. But no, it was it was super. It's super competitive, like I said. I, I made a, a couple of kind of bigger mistakes because, again, I'm not used to playing with the army. Mm. And the, the build I'm running is very glass hammery, where, you know, the majority of my army has either no army save or a five up armor save. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's. How, how the lictors do? Pretty good. Really? Um, well, they don't scatter when they arrive from Deep Strike. Mm-hmm. So, turn two, I mean, what I should have done, and what I'm going to do in the future, is, is there should have been, like, I should have deployed Death Leaper, like the character Lictor, mm. and a regular Lictor on the board. I, I, I basically null deployed, no. um, which was, like, scary, because I almost lost everything for a turn. <laughs> but, in future, yeah, I, I'm going to do the play, and what was I talking about? Hell. Uh, what? Are you uh, I just, secrets? I, I, brain, I brain farted here. Oh, no, okay. uh, no, no, so they don't scatter when... strategy, Ted. Yeah. They, I'm going to tell you nothing about the game whatsoever. They, we they, showed up and we had candy. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the weather. It was great. But no, uh, they, they don't scatter on Deep Strike. Okay. So what I was able to do is, like, turn two, there was five Lictors behind his Aegis line, mm. behind his Dreadnoughts. Oh, wow. Do they, do they have rending? They have rending claws. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, and it was like... Turn two, it was like that was all on him. Like I was able to kind of pinpoint strike lictors down onto objectives, mm-hmm. or kind of right. What I was using them for is to precision strike against the rear armor of vehicles, because okay. um, like their guns are like strength five or something like that. So I mean, nothing really huge, but at the same time, well, against ten. Yeah, most most vehicles are going to be against ten. So <laughs> the, the whole idea is you put them there, and, and they're they're big distractions. And when that doesn't work, I have two flyers flying around or three Molochs kind of smashing down around it. It was pretty. It was, it was a lot of fun to play, but I mean, I mean, where'd you come up with the idea for the lictors? Oh, I stole it from the internet. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. internet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last year's. I appreciate your porn. I appreciate your modeling advice. <laughs> <laughs> last year's uh, Las Vegas is open winner, I believe. Uh, one oh. with a real similar list. Oh, okay. Um, like, because when I first started getting my mm-hmm. Tyrannus together, I was like, "Wow, I really love the Moloch, and I do have the Moloch." Mm-hmm. And I put together this list, and my buddy was just like, "You know, you're pretty much just doing lictor shame." And I'm like, What's Lictor Shame? Oh, okay. So then I, I did some research, and yeah, it's it's like I said, it's not very forgiving, but it's it was a, a heck of a lot of fun to play. So yeah. uh, that was that was my that was my week. So what would you do differently in in your game? So I, I've changed up my army list a little bit. Yeah. Um, to and and as I said, now this is added my, more Wraith Knight. Uh, the Tyranid <laughs> version of that, I, I added another Flyrin. Uh, okay. So uh, we were playing in our tournament scene. We play the. Um, the the frontline gaming one. What was that called? The, the ITC. The ITC. Okay. So through. So we're restricted to three detachments. So what I was running before it was I had um, Death Leapers uh, hunting pack, which is five lictors and Death Leaper as, as a formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was running Spore Field, which is another formation, which the spores keep coming back on a four plus. Is this had a Leviathan? Buddy yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I ran just a regular CAD with two flyrants and you know a couple of spores and three Molochs. Mm. But 
I mean, after playing that game, I sat and I did a little bit of a list review with the guy because he's one of the reasons I played him is, is he's a really big tournament player and he knows mm. his stuff where it comes to that. So we kind of made some changes and, and switched me to the Leviathan cat so I could have three Flarence as an HQ. <laughs> One HQ? Uh, as well, three HQ slots because the, oh, okay. the Leviathan uh, organization chart has three HQ slots. I'm noticing they're tending towards that. Like mm-hmm. the more lists I see, it's three HQs, but. Which, oh. yeah, which, you know, hero hammer time, right? Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about it, Ted. <laughs> no, I think it's great, because I think they are, there's, it seems like a lot of, like, uh, previous elite choices are making their way into mm-hmm. um, the HQ. Like, I think, um, I know for orcs, like, we have, what, pain boys used to be elites, I want to say, or yep. they're upgrades, and now they're HQs, like... They were upgrades to knob squads before, mm. if I remember right. Yeah, I think you can get them in a few other places, but yeah, and then I think with uh, Blood Angels, I think they went with the Sanguary Priest is now an mm-hmm. HQ, and they went from, like, I think, like, one to five to just one. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're going that direction, where they're sticking more stuff in the HQ, so I guess they have to put in a slot... Well, they don't have to do anything. But yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I said they had to. <laughs> so I just, because ITC limits me to three detachments total, mm-hmm. and um, the Leviathan detachment doesn't let me take a fortification. Oh, okay. It means I had to take a separate fortification detachment. So I had to get rid of the... Oh, what would you take as a fortification? Uh, Bastion. What? Bastion. They're just hanging out with a Bastion? Like- so how I played it in the game that I, that I had it in is it was wedged in the corner with a spore behind it out of line of sight to operate the comms relay. <laughs> so all my stuff <laughs> was coming spore. in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to model the spore uh, with like a little tentacle pointing and like hitting a button over and over and over again. <laughs> launch, 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 launch. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh Java. <laughs> but... Uh, so I was just using that before, but the one of the guys was telling me about the the trick of a, a venom throw up in a box, which makes it even grosser. What? So you know they have like the little uh, tyranid venom throw up monster that gives like everything within six inches of it shrouded. Yeah. So if you put him in a bastion or uh-huh. a transport, which I guess the only thing you do would be a bastion or a building, you, that six inches emanates from the building. Oh. So Man. everything within six inches of the building gets a shrouded save. Dirty hookers, dude. It's not my nice list. It's wow. So really, I mean, maybe sitting around like trying to find like the biggest building possible, like go around <laughs> to like, the game store and like start measuring boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and and while I had the venom throw model, so I'm like, okay, I, I can give that a try. So I, I'm going to play the game again. Um, last Monday, I will have played again. so a week tomorrow from when we're recording i'll be playing with my new list and and seeing how that works out but you know i'm super confident with it it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of fun uh you know aside from the you know lictors having a five up save spores having no saves and me (laughs) having uh in this new list all of heck five six seven eight nine like 12 scoring units that's uh, objective secured or just... no nothing oh, is objective just... secured really yeah. because with the leviathan cat or oh. nothing's objective secured oh, okay my spores uh, which are fill my <laughs> which fill my troops choices uh are not objective secured oh, and man. cannot ever claim an objective <laughs> and they account for nothing for victory it's points a either. big sack of floating fart <laughs> pretty much pretty much i did do my very best to paint the sacks to look like testicles on it. <laughs> i great. i think they looked amazing because i'm using the uh, hairs in there yeah you know i'm thinking uh i'm using <laughs> the um forge world the the forge world uh sports the the bigger mm. sports their, their name escapes me right now but mm. i didn't really want to pay 63 dollars a spore because right now the only way to get the mucoid spores is through the uh turn drop pod or the tr- yeah. uh trinocyte uh drop pod. Oh, okay 
Uh, it's like an extra for that, or an extra for that. So I just found another big spore to oh, use okay. for that there. And I, I was uh, actually just um, pretending to look through uh, the book, and it says that the name for those is Biggest Dickus. Biggest Dickus. Which, ironically, <laughs> would be the name of my Imperial Knight in Freeblade. <laughs> is it really? It really is. <laughs> oh, man, I put in so many hours on that game already. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, what have you been up to apart from just playing Freeblade? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, every, like, four uh, or eight hours I have to go on there to make sure that my salvage team is <laughs> available. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch. Like, what was that? One of the ads, I think they had to edit like the chaos sword or whatever. I don't know if you saw that one, but there was one that was like, no. it was just a bunch of jumbling titties and, uh, butts and <laughs> like two girls like fighting and all what, but there was like, they would focus on the boobs, <laughs> the entire, like shoot, one girl would be shooting and it would be like a shot right between her boobs at her gun or something. It was, it was so bad. They're like, wow. You know, my seven year old occasionally comes over and plays this game, <laughs> <laughs> this is, but they did like, they got the, the little blurry squares, you know, um, like yeah. over digitizing. And that's, that's my little proof for you right there. <laughs> the, the, my free blade is actually called biggest dick. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I think now that now that the whole Thanksgiving thing is over, uh, hopping back into it, I still have like a couple commissions, um, and I think like one of them was trying to get um, uh, Kurtz, like uh, his Astro Militarium. He gave me uh, f- uh, five guys, um, the uh, stormtroopers, scions mm-hmm. uh, to do, and of course I made like little skis and little oh, yeah, poles, I saw that. And yeah. little hoods to go with that winter theme that I got going on with those. And, um, so it was, you know, go back and do those. And then, uh, you know, you do like, you do the hood cause you know, it, it's coming from Alaska and then being so close to like Russia, like, you know, I, you I was can see it like from our hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think like for those of you who haven't seen it, like I, I try to go with like these uh, hoods with like, uh, kind of like fur trim, uh, and then little adjusty straps on the back and, and really give it like an Arctic feel and try to like tone it down. Like the army, I, I try to nerf the the machismo in it. So it's less it, it imagine. I imagine like what I would be seeing, you know, like 50 years ago on like, a, a, um, I don't know what they call it, like a practice, like what the military guys would look oh, like extra, on exercise. Uh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Exercise. <laughs> and, uh, so that's, you know, it'd be guys like trying to endure the elements as well as wage a battle. So there wasn't, you know, just like, oh, I'm going home and shoot you in the face with my penis and then hit you with my rifle butt. But it was, you know, like, fucking snow fucking the wind fucking um so anyway so I, I got those guys ready they're not painted all the way but. i really love that there's skis there though I, you know <laughs> and it just reminds me of like what what bond movie was that where they were like going down oh. the side of the mountain being chased by like the the henchmen with the the guns it just reminds me of that and i really yeah. just want to see a diorama now of that's just... not the one with jaws in it was it I think so. I know was it was a it? Roger Moore one. Oh, okay. Uh, I know that. So, and Jaws was in a heck of a lot of Roger Moore ones. But yeah, I'm very excited to see how, how the ski club turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got them all modeled. And now I, I got uh, two, let's see, black, gray, and light gray. And I have to do a white. And then I have to do a series of washes and blah, blah, blah. So there's still a lot of work to, uh, to do on them. But, um, you know, the two days worth of putty work is over. <laughs> we can get to the painting. Um, but man, I keep like, I, I'm dry brushing these guys and it didn't happen to me last time, but they have like these little plastic antennas and they keep popping off every time I dry brush. So I've glued like four of them back on. Be less aggressive with your dry brushing. <laughs> I know. I'm like so angry. Ah, damn it. I haven't had coffee in three days. Oh, by the way, I quit drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> My health. So I welcome to the club. Thanks. You're going to have a really crappy couple weeks and then it'll feel uh-huh. awesome. <laughs> I'm going to talk 
my boss and see if I can take that time off. <laughs> Medical reason. You and your job. <laughs> yeah. Because it would be approved. <laughs> it's totally like, right. What's that? Ted gets out of the office for two weeks? You stubbed your toe, huh? You need a week off? All right, here you go. <laughs> Happy recuperating. I hope you feel better. <laughs> oh, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so working on a Tau Titan, and uh, that's coming yeah, along please, really well. It's the Towton. Towton, sorry. Uh, uh, this is our Tau Samber update. Oh. This. Tauber, Chris, po, Chris po, Thomas, post no pre di tau sember. No, no, no. This is okay. Taunica. <laughs> well done. So, so okay. So for your Taunica update, you've been working on uh, Nate's. Um... Yeah, super excited. It's, it's getting around the Mulberry Bush. I was over at Hobbycraft talking to one of the uh, the twins. Um, there, and he was saying like, "Oh yeah, I heard that you're doing this thing, and it's supposed to be like you're trading you're trading a Tau Titan to paint a Tau Titan." Uh, oh, so he did get you a Tau Titan? That well, was that, that was the deal. We'll, we'll see. Um, well, I guess, I, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. I, I guess if he, he doesn't, was... you have a really nice Tau Titan in <laughs> yeah. your apartment now, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm sure he's good for it. So, uh, if yeah, so. It, but he had like this Iron Man theme to it, so there's like red and gold. And so I'm trying to like, I have an action figure. I actually, I think I posted a picture on yeah. the Mob Rules page of like the the action figure of uh, um, uh, the Hulkbuster. Hulk yeah, so I'm kind of going off of that and trying to like make sense of it. And, I really like it's the same size. So if I was really scummy, I would just stick it on a base and be like, "It's my count says Tau Titan." <laughs> Yours is 400 bucks. Mine was 150 because these action figures cost a lot. <laughs> oh, is that a Hot Toys one? It's one of those that you had to get like seven action figures at 20 oh, bucks okay. a pop. Oh, yeah, the build a so, figure. Yeah, hasn't been the same in the last few years, man. <laughs> that's what he said. I, I didn't have any of the pre Hasbro, but anyway, so that's coming along. I'm doing a little bit of uh, battle damage on it because uh, I don't. know. I think you have to. I think like I was starting to paint it, and if I did it like really clean, like I think it just it wouldn't feel. I don't know. Something about like battle damage makes something feel like it was painted professionally, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's a gimmick. Actually, it's totally a gimmick. <laughs> but I think so about it. So so I had a little bit of battle damage around the feet because he's like you know running through bushes or stomping through. I don't know, orcs or something. Poor orcs. Anything that's put in front of it, pretty much. If I remember the rules right. Positive. I'm going to be positive. <laughs> so that's coming along. Hopefully I'll get it done in the next like uh, a week or so because I'm looking forward to having a Towton working on mine. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I was kind of surprised. Like at first I wasn't too sold on the idea of like the Iron Man like color theme. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really digging it. Like I, I think those color combinations like the gold and uh, red really work well yeah. with each other with like the occasional accent of silver. My, my only concern about like that, that color scheme in particular is just for me, Tau as an army um, shouldn't be using metals in armor. Or panels. Why is that? Well, to me, they're just like using that kind of like Gundam style kind of thing. It should be like, oh, okay. like super dense plastic or something else like uh. that. Um, I feel, I mean, and no, my army, so what, what the mm-hmm. hell do I know? But that it should be kind of like um, plastics and, and matte colors as oh, opposed okay. to metallics. Kind of like my Honda Element. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sheets of plastic. Yeah. Sheets, of, sheets of plastic <laughs> surrounded by awesome <laughs> and rumpled plastic <laughs> when I got hit. But yeah, no, that, that's awesome. So those are the two commissions you're working on. Yeah. You got any games in recently? Well, yeah, totally. Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> the Red Wall. We got second to the last of the first book done. Um, it was such a crazy game. Like, I, it's, you know, I think with, like, Kurt and I, um, you know, like, for a while there, he was just spanking me. And, you know. I, and then I, you played I, the game. I pretend not to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I pretend not to like it and call him daddy, and then it works out. Um <laughs> But he, so he was like, you know, he's whooping it for a bit, and then I think like it, it turned around, and then we tied. 
uh, and just kept like that tying streak. Like, you know, I'd win two, he'd win one to catch up, and then I'd win one, he'd win one back and forth. And I think like last game, he won plot ahead. This one, it was, um, oh, what was it? Like, we had this. Okay, remember, like, we were talking about, like, the, the claw of Mork. Like, it's pulling yeah, the asteroid yeah, yeah. out of the... So, he's, like, I got the claw of Mork. We're, we're there. We're doing our thing. And then, um, so I think, like, we have this... Uh, the Sky Shield landing pad is t- technically, like, the claw of Mork. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that translates, but sure, we'll go with it. And then there's a bastion that's, like, the control uh, controls for it and then, like, a bunch of sentry guns that are laying around. <clears throat> and then, uh, so he gets, like... The way they wrote it, like, the fluff is really fun. Like, it's... Uh, you know, like these gung ho uh, um, scions, like covert ops guys, like running through like this shanty tower to get to the top to turn off the gun so they can get in and get the claw mark. And so it's it's a great action scene. Um, and it's just like they're blowing up Gretchen left and right because, thankfully for the story, all it was was Gretchen like <laughs> guarding <laughs> the, like the pivotal part of the more uh, their their plan. And, uh, Send in all the weak troops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this will be like a Power Rangers episode. And, uh, <laughs> so, they, um, so anyway, so we have like this Bastion, and um, and uh, it, was, it was kind of like he didn't go for it really. Like he sent like one unit over there to kind of huh. take it, um, and I, but I didn't castle up as well as I should have. Like I had, I, I went with tons of boys, just like cover the uh, the sky shield, and then put a bunch of boys underneath the sky shield because if he comes under this firestorm. If he starts, like, dropping you – know, he had, a, um, I think, a, a, a manticore and a, a, a basilisk. So he was going to be able to drop some shells on me. They're like, all right, well, the 4-plus vulnerable save is nice, but I want to be underneath there so then I can avoid all that. Um, but I didn't even think about it. It's like, 4-plus invulnerable is pretty amazing. It really is. <laughs> so – and it's not a cover save. It's just invulnerable. And I, but I wasn't really thinking of that. And uh, so, like, I ended up putting – I had, like, a, my mega knob. Uh, with or my my war boss with mega armor with uh, his mega knob crew uh, in a battle wagon on the opposite side. So if he comes on with his artillery, he can hop out and like take care of those. Um, but it pretty much like his artillery didn't do shit. So they just kind of hung out and like beat up tanks that weren't doing anything for a while. And he starts like deep striking all of his guys because you could do that with all your artillery, mm-hmm. like your infantry. And it was all like veterans and uh, his uh, uh, scions, and so I think like he was, he, and he, he plays a lot of flamers, so he's just like just destroying my guys left and right. And I didn't bother taking any of the armor upgrades because I figured like they're gonna die. Yeah, why bother? You know, it's it's gonna be hit with all of his ordnance is gonna be like at least AP four, which is the best I can come mm-hmm. up with. And you know, if he's hitting me with that, it's probably strength ten. So just whatever. I'm not even gonna bother with a pain boy or anything, but. So anyway, I think like it kept going. Um, it was neck and neck for a while. I, I ended up no, I, I got, I so I get one point every turn so long as I have the sky shield without being contested. He if at the end of the game he, he's able to take it, then he gets three. Um, so basically by turn <clears throat> he has to get it by turn four, just to on turn four if he wants to, um, uh, if he wants to uh, tie the game if it's a draw. So earlier the better, you know. Uh, so I think like. He gets first blood, which kind of pushed that up a little bit. So, yeah. like, all right, he has a little bit of wiggle room. <clears throat> uh, nobody got Slay the Warlord. And then he was – I got, like, two points. And then uh, we got into this big battle up on top of the Sky Shield, and we were holding it contested for a while. So there's a couple turns where we weren't able to do it. I had to go to, like, a dance performance. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't perform. But uh, the 
You lived it. I did. I was there. <laughs> I was a tree. <laughs> but anyway, so at the end, he was like, well, it became like really good. Like we were bickering over the rule book, like the nonstop. Like it was a tight game. Like we both of us were feeling like the crunch. And, and uh, I think in the end, um, he was like, well, I think we just, you want to just call it a draw? Like, well, I'm ahead by one. <laughs> <laughs> so no. He's like, well, I would win if we kept going. He's like, no, I, well, I have to go to this dance thing. It's like, he's like, dude, it's like the bottom of uh, three. Like, you're not going to win. He's like, I have like this val- vendetta over here with Laz Cannons. The only thing you could win with is your Gorkonaut over here that's down to one hull point. I'm like, but if I get in the head, so anyway, like we go back and forth, like, all right, fine, whatever. All right. <laughs> Cause every time, like, I think I can do better. Like yeah. I, I, I imagine like, you know, me rolling sixes and sixes on top of sixes and it's just not realistic. It just so. doesn't happen. So I shook his hand and like, all right, man. All right. All right. It's, it's a good draw that I won. <laughs> it's the, the right way to phrase that. <laughs> I'll, give it, I'll give you the draw <laughs> so that I don't look <laughs> like an ass later. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, man, I think that's, I mean, uh, let's talk to our guests. What's our guest been up to? Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, super cool. Wow. Yeah. You, you wore I, that at the party? I mean, I could literally, <laughs> Ted, honestly do this for a full 10-minute segment. Um, but we're going to spare people from that. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to be talking about a subject that's very near and dear to Ted and I. And one of the reasons we don't really need a guest today. <gasps> Sharding. Sharding. Yes. Yay. Oh, that's so Because we want to keep our secret shame <laughs> on internet radio. I uh, know we're going to be talking about orcs. <laughs> So Yay. that's yeah, that, that's gonna be good. Uh, we're both big orc players with very large uh, orc armies. So oh, we're gonna, I thought you were gonna say wieners. Oh. <laughs> we're both big <laughs> orc players with large wieners. <laughs> Going to break. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Tier One Cards and Games, a place where you can get your tabletop and trading card games needs, or come and play competitively or casually. Use this promo code. Get wrecked to get twenty percent off all Games Workshop items in store. Don't forget, have a Tier One day. Woo! We're recording. Does not hurt your ears when you when you woo yourself. I turned the the volume on my headphones down. Oh, <laughs> so it's just gonna hurt everyone else's ears. Yeah, yeah. I had the volume up like way too loud last time, and so I'll probably have to edit it down if I think about it. Yeah, let's oh. go. <laughs> You're smack the mic. the mic. Sorry. All right, so we're talking about orcs today. Yay. The, the green tide. The Fun guys to be around. That's a pun for, for Danny, one of our local uh, players who loves puns. Suck it. Um, uh, just a huge fun fun army. So, I mean, where did orcs come from, Tad? Uncle Tad, tell me where orcs <laughs> came from. Long time ago, when the galaxy was fresh and young and hadn't been adulterated by Jared Fogle. <laughs> was you saying that Jared from Subway fucks orcs? <laughs> or stars or planets or little girls. I don't know. Jared was the emperor? <laughs> That'd be the worst. Oh, God. Fan fiction on that. Yeah. Um, so the old ones created them, right? Oh, yeah. The, the, that was... To uh, compete against the the Necrotir or the yep. Satan? Yep, the Satan and the old ones went to war, and uh, they both kind of gathered the armies with the the Satan grabbing their their junk, junk, <laughs> scratching a little, and then raising the armies of the Necrotir. Okay, uh, and then the old ones creating uh, pretty much every race <laughs> that oh. survived, including the orcs, um, bred as warriors. Um. <laughs> they kind of remind me of like. I- like the 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 absent-minded scientist who's just like, dude, that'd be awesome. Maybe that maybe that's it. Maybe they were just like a series of potheads. 
like, <laughs> with some scientific skills, and decided just like, dude, it would be cool. Let's create some guys that are fungus, man. That'd be awesome that we could totally eat them. Hey, my human's taller with pointy ears, and it lives for thousands <laughs> of years. Dude, mine's green and grew from a mushroom. <laughs> Yeah. Let's do orc tonight, man. <laughs> Let's do some orc caps. Some orc. <laughs> um, I think one of wicked tracers. I think one of my favorite things about orcs as a race is kind of their their narrative progression about when they were kind of first created and they they have the big, you know, war in heaven and they're fighting mm-hmm. for that where it's the little snotlings. Oh. who were in charge they were the super intelligent orcs mm-hmm. and then it was the grots who were below them and then they had the dumb warrior class orc who just went and did all the fighting yeah uh this is from one of the older fluff books so i mean oh, whether okay. that's still i know they kind of changed it like i mean the newer fluff they suggest that like they don't know what because it was the brain boys right mm-hmm. and they, they talked about those guys being the overseers but they figured they don't know what the brain boys are anymore right so are, are, you, are my, you suggesting maybe it's my the favorite Gretchen interpretation? Oh my, my, my favorite interpretation of it is from the the Go book back okay. in the Rogue Trader days, and essentially the, the little snotlings ate this uh, mushroom or or, or, or drug yeah. that made them super smart. Oh, okay, and they did all the tech and they invented everything, um, <clears> but then the dumb orcs would see them doing that, and then they would start getting in their heads. So then they would start beating them down and stealing the mushrooms. Oh, okay, so their intelligence got raised a little, but then. The, the Snotlings forgot how to make the drugs to take to get smart. <laughs> so because they couldn't oh, get those wow. anymore, the entire race kind of retarded down to its oh. base instincts. Which, I mean, to me, that's fantastic because, yeah. you know, like they kind of screwed themselves over and now they're just this huge warrior class and Snotlings are now food. There's an amazing parallel between the Imperium there. Yeah. <laughs> they just, one did it by, no, I guess like it really, I mean, it's, one, one did it through abstinence or, uh, sobriety and the mm-hmm. other one did it through religion yeah there's a connection yeah see that's good <laughs> so orcs are a clan-based society of warriors nowadays though moving kind of more to the present time um they grow up in the desert or fields or wherever in their little spores underground i think a couple of the xenos books have some like really good pictures of an orc spore growing mm, yeah. and then when they kind of appear <clears throat> out into the world for the first time they're, uh, I forget the name for them, Savage Boys or, or something like uh, that. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, oh, primitive fuck. or something. <laughs> but the, yeah. the, the runters go <clears throat> out into the, the desert and they collect them and, <clears throat> and bring them back to the village. And that's when they start breaking off into their tribes because they're all genetically different to a level. So yeah. if a, a mech comes in, he'll ornately know how to how to fix things and build things. And if a pain boy comes in, he'll know how to just stick something in someone and it'll work. Yeah. Um, and I love that part of it that they're just, there's no getting rid of them because there's always more mushrooms. There's always more works out there that come in. And I love the fact that if you kill their leader, then just another one's going to come and take place. If you kill their doctor, another one's just going to come and take his place. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like a self-sustaining society. Yeah. Like clownfish. Yeah. <laughs> Just change their gender when they need to. Like Finding Nemo for <clears throat> orcs. Which would be totally. a pretty good holiday movie. Very simple. But yeah. um, so there, there's six orc clans currently. There is our snake bites, mm-hmm. who are our primitive clan. Uh, and they kind of, where the boar boys come from, and they you know not quite as technologically advanced as the other ones. 
There is the red. And those are usually the runt herders and stuff. Yeah, like that. they so deal with the Gretchen and the squigs and the squigiths and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, all that kind of comes from the snake bite tribe. They're the the hippies of the orc kingdom. Yes, <laughs> you have the death skulls, mm. who um, personal favorite of mine mm-hmm. uh, because they just like big heavy guns and looting things. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know a lot of my army is. That's death. right. You're all blue. Uh, my my army yeah. is death skull blue, uh, and I just I enjoy the big explosion guns. I have like mm-hmm. forty five lutas or something now. <laughs> Or something stupid. But, I mean, I really enjoy, like, that aspect of orcs as well as, like, after the battlefield, going back and, like, almost like a a sparrow or a magpie picking up anything shiny. Mm -hmm. He's like, mine, this is my gun now. (laughs) Make boom. Or, like, yeah, gluing it to another gun and all of a sudden it works. Um, But, yeah, I enjoy those for those. And then you have the speed, or not speed freaks. The uh, evil sons. The evil sons. They're your the speed, speed freaks. freaks. The mm-hmm. ones who like are crazy about speed. Everything has to be faster. Yeah. That's where your war buggies, your bikes, your your trucks, flyers. your yeah flyers come from, and they just get off on speed. And it's very, very Mad Max Fury Road style. I, I know a guy who did that once. He got off on speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. knew. He, he was a good football player. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, we're at. Um, Red skulls, uh, yeah. Um, those are the blood axes. The blood axes, right. yeah. See, I'm doing so the, the unit. Red skull the commandos. History. Yeah. The uh, the blood axes are often shunned as the most human of tribes because they do things like camouflage. Think about shit before they do it. Yeah, they do <laughs> tactics and camouflage and all that other kind of fun stuff. I always loved the fact that they talked about how they did camouflage, but their camouflage was so bright yeah. that, that they, they could never, like, ever hide with it. It's kind of like hunting camo. It was more like the idea of camouflage was what they really dug. Like, yeah, blue in the jungle, huh? Yeah. Mm, right on. Often used by um, Imperial Guard and by Tau as, like, mercenaries. Um, so they were, they were, it seemed like they were aping what other people were doing. They would see the tactics that other people use and then they would adopt them. So yeah. it wasn't so much like they had this idea that camouflage works so much as they saw like, oh, well it was hard to see those umis before we crunked them. <laughs> it must be the stripy lines on their, uh, on their uniforms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pass me the bright yellow paint. <laughs> and speaking of bright yellow, mm-hmm. our second to last one would be our bad moons, mm. which is our richest orc tribe. Uh, so they have all of the fancy technology and most of the knobs as well. Yeah. Um, they they have that bright yellow armor scheme as well, which I, I can't stand painting bright yellow yeah. armor. It's that's, that became like the the army. Well, the, okay, there's two more actually. There are one more after this. One more after this. Um, but yeah, it became like the the ultramarines for the yeah. for the orcs right now. It's and everything. Everything is but that. Yellow. They're kind of interesting because I think like they're you know with the with the idea of like the orc currency being teeth, you know, the teeth. Um, the reason why they're so uh, uh, well off is that their teeth grow faster than the other clans. So they're just genetically predisposed, like with everything in the Orc Kingdom, everything's genetically predisposed to be wealthy. It's to be like, wealthy. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I need a ham cha- sandwich. I'm going to knock one of my teeth out. <laughs> or I, I my always, buddy's teeth out. Yeah, I always love the stories right. where, like, if, if someone needed to buy a gun, then it would go and punch their buddy in the face <laughs> and grab some teeth. Um, and then our last clan would be the Goths. Right. Not, not your Twilight Girls now, <laughs> but uh, the, the black armored close combat specialists who are ferocious kind of. Very aggressive, angry orcs. Um, they were the poster boys for a long time. They were the poster boys for a long time. Gaskell Thraka is mm-hmm. a goth warlord. Uh, even the newer characters that came out, the um, the Grok Face Ripper is a goth. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, was, there's a formation that uses a whole bunch of them, right? Like uh, uh, Snick, uh, Snickrot, isn't he? He's in the uh, Gaskell book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Mech. Um, 
Uh, the Pain Boy. Oh, God, what's his name? Oh, uh, Grotznik. Yeah, there you go. Grotznik. Yeah. So, uh, so you got a bunch of them. Yeah. So that, that's our six main clans. Ted, which one is your favorite? So why? then there's there's one that's like not oh, a clan, oh. but it is, but it's not. Oh. It's like the non-clan. God, Ted's so progressive. Is like I have my favorite clan. You probably haven't heard of it. Oh. <laughs> right. Super elitist. It's it's in the White Dwarf that was only published at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I, I I I hate getting into little boxes. So like, it's got to be the Free Buddhas because they oh. they got the opportunity to be whatever they want. Um, they're a little bit of evil son. Now, here's the thing. I think with like orcs in general, um, that I really dug, um, unlike any, just about anybody else, except for maybe the Eldar a little bit, cause like you, you can throw the aspects together, but the orcs, um, you can have evil sons right next to your goth, right next to your, uh, bad moons, right next to your, just whatever. Cause I think like, you know, evil sons tend to be your speed freaks. So, you know, when you have your jets more than likely, they're going to be an evil sons guy. Like, it's not necessarily whatever clan you are, but it can be. But it's, like, those people. But they'll hang out with them. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're homies. They'll have their, their battles and stuff once in a while. Like, no, we're more fastester than you. But, you know, when they have a, a human to crump, <laughs> yeah. get together. Um, so that's I think that's kind of a, a neat aspect where they get along a little bit more, even though they never get along. <laughs> ultimately. So your freebooters are kind of like your, your for, for hire mercenary force. Yeah. So ultimately, and they're usually, Orky they have the most money. There's, yeah. Um, they'll, they'll bring in other races from time to time and fight next to them. Um, it rarely happens, but I think there have been times when like an, uh, humans have fought next to the orcs and that's good. That would be what it is. It'd be like the hive gangers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they'll fight next to freebooters more likely. Cause yeah, they are the space pirates. They're out move, you know, they're more transient than your typical orcs. So, um, I think like, it also kind of like, it, it allows me to like not tie down to one, uh, paint scheme or something like that. Like I can do my squad markings differently, like yellow stripes on that guy, red jaw on that guy and you know, that squad and stuff like that. So, so that's, that's why I dig it. Yeah. My space pirates. I, I got my death skills. Yeah. I can't go past them. I, I enjoy <laughs> painting blue. All, all, like, it's scary how much I've seen recently, how much of my stuff is actually blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I really should be doing Age of Sigmar guys. My, my, my corn guys for Age of Sigmar are blue. Uh, my orcs are blue and, you know, as I, maybe I shouldn't be doing Imperial Fists in 30k, I should be doing Ultramarines because <laughs> they are also blue. But I think like you, you tend to like, like, uh, an army that's not blue and make it blue. <laughs> I'm, I'm so in painting the uh, Bloodthirster blue. I'm yeah. very excited. Or it's Scar's Brand, I think would look awesome blue. So these guys are here supposed to be yellow, huh? This is my blue version of These that. are my <laughs> blue Imperial <laughs> Fists. No. <laughs> But no, I like the I love the idea of the Death Skulls kind of looting the battlefield oh, yeah. afterwards, and then I mean it, it gives me so much more freedom modeling wise of converting anything. Mm. Um, like my, I can go into the the local store, and any of the tank kits are now my tank. <laughs> you know, I just yeah. I, I have a I think a nice Lehman Russ. I think uh-huh. it's a good looted wagon. Oh sure. Um, there's you know people have converted land raiders into into battle wagons yeah, and yeah. You know, things That's like what that, I used to and it really fits thematically with the list. Uh-huh. Which I super enjoy. Um, I just I, I really love that, that that freedom that it gives me, and also I, I can paint blue. So I mean, <laughs> blue's great. I, I do notice that, like you know with the old GW paints, um, and I'm not sure about the new ones. I think there's you know every time they change things up, like some work better than others, and then it's just like which one works the best. But I think their blues consistently have been mm-hmm. amazing. Like yeah. I mean, any blue, you know, a lot of craft paint and other brands, like it's the blues that that were ever consistently good. Yeah, like consistent coverage. So, I mean, yeah, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my... if Henry Ford were alive today, he'd be like, oh yeah, the blue works pretty good. Okay. All cars are blue. <laughs> <laughs> so orcs are an innately psychic race mm. as, as well. 
Um, I think what psychic most prevalent psychics. Yeah, yeah. Every every orc is technically a psyker. Um, yeah. Sadly, you don't get to roll dice for that because <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, but the, there's the the the, the Dusex mechanic of uh, it works because an orc believes oh, it works. Yeah. Uh, anything that an orc thinks can do something will do something. So mm-hmm. like they, they've had tales of Imperial guardsmen who pick up an orc gun to fire and it just falls apart because <laughs> it's tape and sticks. Yeah. But because the the orc believed that he was firing a gun, then the gun fired. There's also like a super super good theory um, that the reason that the emperor is still alive is because the orcs. Think, really? Think he's still alive? Oh, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, That's because well, they one. they go on that uh, like he's a the human god, and you know he's this great oh. warrior and all this other stuff. And the same reason Yarick is still alive. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So is is because is, is the Yarick thing part of the fluff, or is that like a theory that the the, the Yarick thing is technically part of the fluff? I mean, it's not like spelled out like super like this is why you're still alive. But okay. yeah, there's like there's <clears throat> technically Gaskell's had Yarick dead for a long time, and a lot of the orcs think that he has like all these powers and stuff that, okay. that he's unkillable. And yeah, so he hasn't died. I mean, the other thing they did with Yarrick is they, they thought he had, a, 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 he could look at them and kill them. Oh, the bail With a look. So, so he actually had his eye replaced with the bail eyes <laughs> to, to, to help propagate that. Oh, okay. So, so that kind of myth kind of goes along. Huh. And then the, the ornate, uh, the, the psychicness of them makes them all kind of gather together in larger and larger <clears> forces. Uh, and, and it kind of acts as a beacon to, to, to draw them. And they don't realize mm-hmm. it's happening. They just know that there's a fight over here. I'm going to go over here. Uh-huh. That's where you get these really big wahs going. Until they don't have anyone to fight, and then they just start fighting each other. <laughs> Which works out. What was the name? Uh, uh, back before the Emperor had united the clan, or united the Primarchs, um, the first mention, I think, in uh, Imperial lore was uh, the biggest orc who had smashed the emperor's jaw. Like he had actually knocked him out through a table. Remember who, what was that guy's name? Um, they ended up, I think it was Horus or the emperor and or the emperor ended up killing him. Yeah. Both of them did. I believe he was a huge orc twice the size of the emperor, I think, mm-hmm. or like this massive guy. But yeah, he bitch slapped the emperor. <laughs> if it wasn't for his primarchy son, he probably would have finished the job. But yeah. yeah. That could have been the end of yeah. the emperor. <laughs> I mean, and that goes into to how orc hierarchy works. Mm-hmm. It's bigger is better. <clears throat> so the war bosses are bigger than the knobs who are bigger than the boys. Yeah. And it's just the power seems to make them grow. Mm. And they follow the biggest and the strongest person. And that's why your war bosses are generally going to be huge hulking people. You know, like the one where the, the, the punch the emperor out was huge because he had a lot of followers and he was a big war boss. And so he grows in stature. <clears throat> it's much more of a of a, a physical example of what's happening, you know, mentally to the ground. You know, he's the See, I was always there. thinking it was like a physiological change that was just strictly physiological. But I mean, the idea that it's a psychic, like, uh, I would imagine it would be like that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. Really... So, I mean, obviously, it's going to be wrong, but no. <laughs> so, if you'd leave a comment on our Yeah, our leave a comment. Page. Let me know how wrong I am. But <laughs> I feel like I said, I think they're all, like, psychic. And that energy feeds off of them and causes them to grow and, mm. and change and kind of fit these positions. And, and uh, even though they're bred for things as well. So, like, a, a war boss is going to be born a war boss and he's going to be bigger. Yeah. But I still think that there, there's some kind of direct energy going to that Man, as well. I'm, I'm excited, you know, with, like, the, the new – there's that – uh, the twelve-part series that's coming out. Oh know, yes, the, the beast. beast. Um, the beast arises. It would, I would be. It'd be kind of neat to see. Like you know, is that that old orc? You know, like the guy that the emperor. I can't remember his name, but um, uh, but he was. 
know, they, they laid him out, they dispatched him, but we haven't seen an orc that's been as big. Like, Gazgul is not as big as that guy. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe we'll see something. So, I don't know, the new series. Is that the... I'm very excited for it. I mean, that's the, the 32K? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. it's 2,000 oh, okay. years. So I guess it wouldn't be in the 40K fluff. No, no, it wouldn't be. I mean, because what you're talking about there is the beast who's the the largest orc who ever lived, who assembled the greatest Y ever and actually yeah. marched on Terra. Uh, Terra. Um, and I'm excited for that story. I mean, we were, I was having a, a Facebook conversation with someone the other day, and he was saying the, the thing that really appeals to him about that series is it's a finite series. Oh, yeah. So, like, the what we're seeing with the Horace Heresy books, we're going to have, like, three books of Dark Angels, like, looking at leaves and woods. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, there, there's a definite end to this one here. So, and that's that, that's good. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. I already have the first book uh, ordered. It's, yeah. it's on the way. Uh, and then, you know, I got my free bookmark with it. Because I, I, I was one of the first 500 people to purchase it, <laughs> which, you know, always scares me because I didn't think I really did that much. Uh, <laughs> Do they tell you, like, here's a picture of your bookmark? I think it's just a really terrible cover or a picture of the cover. The cover art's amazing on it, though. Um, But, yeah, so the the first one from the Beast Rises series is by Dan Abnett. And Mm. I loved loved his work on Guardians of the Galaxy uh, when he did the the cosmic stuff for Marvel. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I enjoy his Horus Heresy stuff, too. So I'm very excited to see what he does with this. Mm. Uh, And then, of course, you know, book three coming out with Gav Thorpe's Imperial Navy versus Orcs, Uh which, you know... I'm hoping it'll be exactly like the Ben Affleck movie Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> well, as long as we get like a rocket raccoon figure for the uh, the orcs in the end. It's... That would just be a grump. <laughs> okay. Or you'd have a sexy orc being like Gamora or something. Uh, <laughs> that's an oxymoron. <laughs> sexy orc. Erg was the orc's name. <clears throat> Erg, okay. That was the, the guy that punched the emperor. Yeah. Sweet. Um, what about model wise? What do we think of the range? I know we talked about it, like back and forth about kind of history and story. I think yeah. out of all of the races, orcs are, are one of the most universally known. Uh, yeah, background wise, but uh, right in, in in parts and pieces. I mean, so I think like uh, well, first off, like one one thing that I want to uh, talk about a little bit about is like their their presence, I guess, in the galaxy. So they weren't they weren't known for a long time, right? Up mm-hmm. until like the what is it, the thirty second millennia. And then, um, you know, we have that introduction. Well, they were known during the Crusades for a while. Like um, so they were in the 30th millennium too. I mean, they were there. Yeah. And- but then I think like they had. I think they're having this big battle um, that they're we're leading up to. And from what I understand, like for a few thousand years, like the the orcs are kind of dissipate. Like mm-hmm. we don't see them up until roughly the like after the heresy, and then you know the the Imperium man kind of dissipates a bit, and then. So anyway, we have this mess. Um, but then they, be, then with the, uh, the Imperium realizes that they're the most prominent race too; that they are the most pervasive, and they're kind of all over the place. So every little nook and cranny that they haven't established, there's there's a good chance of orcs laying around. Yeah. <laughs> so and on their own, they're not super dangerous. No, nah, but you, you could tell when you fight us. They're <laughs> <laughs> not the best players. I showed up with almost like 150 orcs, and I think I lost all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, big units just don't work this edition for so me. So then, then they come back, and you know we have this. Uh, w- I think the the guard have an issue with them, mm-hmm. and then a lot of the other races start having an issue with them. So it seems like they come in like waves, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're they're definitely kind of a a real easy villain foil to put into a story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was orcs. They're fighting orcs. Um, so, so they kind of come back for that there, but I think it's, it's the popularity of the army itself with players. It's always going to kind of keep them coming back too. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're at kind of our two minutes to midnight. So Gazgul's gathering his giant wah, mm. uh, and we have all that star. So, I mean, they're numerous and throughout the galaxy. I mean, and there's billions of them by now and especially the way they spread. Yeah. Once there's an orc on your planet, it's going to, you know, jizz it's little funguses everywhere <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to get rid of them. Uh, so they're, there's, they're there and they're, they're not going away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the model range, the model range, um, that was, this is what I'm most excited to talk about actually, because for me, um, when I started playing second edition, I, I kind of had an interest in orcs, but they kind of looked super goofy. Uh, (laughs) you know, there was very, you know, like long sleeves and tabards and, you know, Mm. like gnome hats and, and, and things like that there they kind of had like a, it seemed to me like they had like a uh, a world war one german feel to them yeah like well, little pike helmets and and yeah but then they then they still had like this weird i mean i think they were a lot cleaner than mm-hmm. they are now and a lot less mad maxi and then uh a gentleman came along called brian nelson ah uh, brian uh, back. wonderful brian nelson savior of of model ranges <laughs> um for the the tabletop game gorka morka Mm-hmm. Uh, he designed some of the figures for that, and then we saw, you know, he had did a couple of really nice uh, orc war bosses for fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we started to see the range move more away from kind of gnome hatted, long sleeved orcs to kind of the the savages that we see today. And I like that. That was uh, something that I always, you know, I've always loved Mad Max movies and like the post apocalyptic feel. But I think like orcs of anything like embody the post apocalyptic world. More than anything else. I mean, everything is, like, slapped together. Like, they, they found that looted truck. They added... They took a school bus and put a bunch of machine guns on it. Like, whatever it may be. Now it's, oh, i got to build a school bus with machine guns now. <laughs> You're welcome. You did just put all your orcs in a box. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Just in time to one bring of my, back out. One of my battle wagons is going to be yellow, and it's going to be the school bus. Oh, sweet. Because um, I always put a full... It's expensive, but a full unit of flash kits in, yeah. in a battle wagon and just kind of r- pimp them around the table, <laughs> riding around. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry you were saying. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think like yeah, above all other races, like they they definitely have the post apocalyptic down, um, and uh, so I think that was neat. I think like prior to that, like there was still you know they looted stuff and everything, but it was a little bit more slick, a little bit more. Um, they had like a motif, and now it's just like whatever works. Um, so that's kind of that was a really huge shift. Mm-hmm. Like that was really huge. Um, but then they, they, I think they've slowly turned back a little bit. I think there's, um, I think Serb. Parabia or something. One of the uh, the designers. I don't know if he's still there, but he was there after Brian left. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when I think like he did the uh, uh, the shock attack gun and a few of the models there. I think he did the, a lot of the special characters. Um, and I think like Brian had stripped out a lot of the the character of the guys. Mm-hmm. So there was, I mean, it was just like a you know these these hulking savages. Um, but serve I think like put like a, a bit more back into it like right. you know uh zagstruck the idea of zagstruck like this guy running around with his like uh um uh, was it the vulture from like the sinister six feet you know yeah <laughs> his big claws and, and uh it's a uh, great model too yeah <laughs> so i think like a lot of that like they, they started to bring a little bit more character back and um so, you know we talked a little bit about a lot uh last time but 
And I think, I mean, some of the, the more recent models that came out last year with the, the Codex release kind of lend to that really well as well. Mm. Um, especially when you have the, the Pain Boy, the, the Clan Pack Pain Boy that came out last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going back to the more angular face okay. of the, the earlier orcs mm. as well. I mean, gorgeous models. Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the stuff they're doing now with the range and that new shock attack gun is just, this is amazing. Yeah, for a plastic. I mean, I was really surprised that, like, they got the... the 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 feel of the the metal slash you know uh, fine cast fine cast but in a plastic one mm-hmm. and, you know I I wouldn't probably unless I knew the model well like I'd probably think it was the same thing so yeah. well it's sizably it must be bigger than the fine cast oh is it really yeah. okay. uh, both. <laughs> see i still use my like old second edition one <laughs> like I, metal guy in a tiny base <laughs> I, I went through a phase it fits of, good on a bastion <laughs> i went through a phase of spamming shock attack guns oh yeah so i, I well i have problems spamming this so i have you'd spam everything i have oh battle cannons take all five, of them. i think i have four maybe oh. five shock attack oh, guns shoot have you ever can you feel all five of them uh, yeah yeah how do you do that is uh, there formation? formation oh right What's what's breaking the game? No. Oh. <laughs> um, there's a uh, in the in the red wild book. There's a uh, Ma- was it Magrex boss boys? Oh, okay. Uh, and it's uh, three big max, a weird boy, and a war boss. Okay. And then you take two regular big max and your cad. <laughs> and you just give them all shock attack guns. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's, I mean, every time I play, I mean, I. I I have a losing record with that list because okay. it has a gargantuan squigath and that oh. thing is not point sufficient whatsoever. Oh. But yeah, just kind of like being like, this is my gargantuan squigath. In the squigath, there's five shock attack guns, uh, 15 rocket launchers. Oh no, 14 <laughs> rocket launchers. Flying across the battlefield from a howdah into oh, a like every game, turn Every game, turn one, my mech would leave the howdah. <laughs> I, I played against Nate. I you now. I played against Nate's Tau and uh-huh. turn one. My first shot, the my general went into hand to hand combat with a Riptide. Oh jeez! Yeah, it was not How'd good. Be fair. Uh, he lasted three rounds of combat. Wow, that's pretty Tau efficient. Suck at close combat. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's it's a great model range, and I, I like that. Like you said, they're they're starting to bring some of that character back. I feel with what what Brian Nelson did in like ninety seven, ninety eight when mm-hmm. when those games came along, they they had to do that really stark strip away to, to uh, kind of a, to, to kind of get the theme where it needed to be. Yeah, because um, I don't think in any of the other races we've seen, seen such a drastic shift in in visuals. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one. I mean, we, uh, I guess the the, the uh, Cadian a little bit, but not much. Like I mean, not was... not even usually. I would say in the Cadian. I mean, I have the second edition Codex for Imperial yeah. Guard, and it's it's very you know carapace armor chest plate, uh-huh. you know uniform underneath. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a huge shift in the overall look of the model. Yeah, I mean, I think you could say that the guard range maybe, but even then, it's like well, you have Catachans and Cadians, which yeah. is what you had 20 years ago for, for Space <laughs> yeah. Marines. The Catachans just had a Botox uh, yeah. <laughs> treatment. Yeah, and they went on steroids. <laughs> and then, uh, like, the Space Marines. Space Marines are Space Marines. Yeah, and, not much changed. And Eldar, really nothing much has changed there. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think there are, like, I mean, with the Space Marines, you know, there's a slight turn up of the the, um, the gladiatorial feel to them. I mean, I guess it's mostly the Ultramarines, but they right. are slowly notching it up. But whereas, like, the Orcs, like, they just fucking flip that switch. They, they flip the switch. And, I mean, I loved it because, yeah. I mean, it was it was an amazing thing. And it, and it really appealed to me as a player more. Uh-huh. Um but I mean, I guess you know, mission successful in their part. But <laughs> I like that they've started to reintroduce some of the characters, so it isn't just kind of mm. that you know, band of savages and all that. Yeah. I mean, orc players get very attached to their their armies. I mean, uh-huh. we have a player in in our in our area here who each of his boys has a name. Oh wow! So so that that way, wow! So that way, when you kill a boy, it's like oh, you know, Ted's dead, and then you know, throws him away. I don't know if he actually has one called Ted, <laughs> but. Yikes. It's it's as often as you lose boys like that would 
Yeah. And I think that's like why I don't name my orcs is simply because like I lose so many of them. The, we, I think, yeah, that, I mean, we're, we might have been talking about this, like that, uh, the league that we were playing in, yeah. I think like, um, you know, we, I was writing up like these narrative stories and, you know, I had to have like a list of like all the people that had been in my story so I can like mark them off. Are they still alive? Nope. Dead. <laughs> I did the same dead. thing too. Right now I have to create a new name for my run herder. Damn it. <laughs> and that was my favorite thing about that league. No, it wasn't the games themselves. It was like the stories afterwards. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're, you're war boss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Ted sucked the losing. Ted, Ted's war boss was killed every single game. <laughs> um, it was played in, but it, and this was like starting. So it started at like five hundred points, and then it went up to like seven fifty a thousand <laughs> at twelve fifty, and then the store closed forever. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, oh. oh yeah, sad times. But yeah, he died every single game. But you know, Ted was a good sport about it to the fact where he would just keep on adding more cybernetic bits to his <laughs> war boss until like the last time I saw him, he was like Mega Dread size, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I hadn't actually finished the model, but it was like they were, uh, the the Mech Boy or the yeah the Mech Boy and the Pain Boy were getting together so that they could put his head, which was severed, <laughs> it was in a jar. They were going to put it inside of a, a Mega Dread, <laughs> and so I have a Mega Dread with like this head like st- you know stuck on the front. So and it's actually detachable, so I could put it in other things. <laughs> <laughs> so if that gets destroyed, I could put it in a stompa or something. So I just want to see like, a stompa with no head and just like this really small orc boy head like, sitting at the top. Maybe with a grot holding some binoculars up for him so he can actually see where he's going. Well, I mean, I guess that, that takes us into like the other huge benefit of orcs is the, the modeling potential of it as an yeah. army. Um, I mean, I... I dislike sometimes when people are like, oh man, you do a conversion. Like, oh, it's fine. It's an orc conversion. You can oh. do, you can do gravity. Am I? Well, no. no. I spent <laughs> I spent very long time doing this. Uh, but there's a there's a hell of a lot of potential in in that army for pretty much every single unit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know my my personal work army. My my bikers are boar boys. Yeah. My tank busters are converted savage orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's there's a real easy way to make it unique, and I think that appeals to a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. You don't just have kind of your space marine with the shoulder pads, and you're like, <laughs> I put it on transfers. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> right. I'm better than nine tenths of space marine players. <laughs> there, there's that way to customize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing a guy a while back that was well. I, we've seen a lot of people that have done the um, uh, the Grot Revolution uh, armies, yeah. so like the um yeah where they use like gretchen as orcs and so they'll mod him like i had one guy that used to come into a store that i was at that would um he had a he used squigs and it, the squigs and he put like little gretchen on top of it and that was his orc and mm-hmm. like the, depending on the color of the squig it did different things so like the red ones were your burner boys and so because you know they're red <laughs> they make fire and so then you had like others i think he had like little uh rockets on the back of some uh, uh squigs that you know were your storm boys and stuff and he actually took it like i think he took a uh a Gasgull and had hollowed him out and then put a uh, Gretchen in there and there's little LEDs so you could like flip the top of it open so you couldn't see like the Gretchen but you flip the top open there's a little Gretchen in there with his two little joysticks and also <laughs> in the top of the head there was like you know the the red LED light so you could like flick it on and I never actually saw that painted but it was it was, it was super cool. cool yeah yeah so yeah there, there's totally I mean it, I think it'd be hard to do that you could, but it'd be hard to do that with Eldar. It'd be mm-hmm. hard to do that with Marines. Like, it'd be hard to do it in a way that fit thematically with the model. Yeah. I mean, for, for me... I uh, guess you get away with a chaos easily. Like, yeah. That's the other one that's like really, really easy to, add, to hobby. Add tentacles to it. <laughs> but yeah, like a Marine, I think you're limited to pose changes. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's not trying to take away, because that, that can be an extremely difficult thing to do with some models. 
But there, there's, I mean, what do you do? Stick some purity seals on it. Yeah. You know, call it good. Um, tanks, put a nameplate on it or, or use some <laughs> yeah. forge world doors. Uh, the, the amount of hobbying fun you can get out of an orc army, I think, is, is quite amazing. Yeah. I think it's, you know, with Marines and probably the others, you know, like the, the aspects are more nuanced. You know, like I, uh, maybe you want to change out the light bulbs or something like that. And so you you make a different light cluster or... Um, I mean, I think like with the, with the specialist guys of the Marines, like it was a little bit easier, you know, it's like a tech Marine, like mm-hmm. you can add more tentacles, but it was, you know, once again, like, maybe this is really like beating the dead horse, but yeah, it was like, you really had to, but the orcs, man, yeah, like any boy can be customized to, you know, like, all right, the, all these orcs, I've seen so many like Doc Ock <laughs> conversions, you know, like, and they're cool. Like I saw a really great one just recently where somebody did like Doc Ock and then like Riddick. So it was Riddork. It's <laughs> true. I don't think there's a, another army as well, which has so much access to so good puns <laughs> and, and, and naming and playing. Um, how do you find that they play as an army on the table? And especially kind of in, in this edition. You know, I think like when, when fourth edition came out, they were the army and they like, they were, that was like probably the only time I've seen like orcs, like, do well out of the package. Like there was, you know, you did like the, the quasi rhino rush, you jumped your guys up front, like you smack into people and then you're good. And you just uh, consolidated into combat all the way along the back line. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, ever since then I, it's like, they did the shift to fifth edition. And then I think it's just like, it's, it's stepped back. Like it's not, you know, every once in a while you'll, you, you hear orc players constantly complain about like how it's just like not a good army. It's not competitive. Um, but then, you know, like somebody will make it to the top tier, like mm-hmm. somebody will come out that's like super competitive and brings their a game and they, and they do fairly well. But, you know, really like in all, in all reality, like that's not the norm. Like that's the exception. Um, and it might just be because like, I mean, orcs are just so, you know, like they were the old dark Eldar and the Eldar, like you had to know your army. You had to be mm-hmm. like an amazing player in order to bring like the best out of them. So, I mean, I, I think that says that like an army is not, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not top tier. It's, it's fun, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> find an orc player who cares about winning games. Now, now here, here <laughs> you brought up an even, even better question here that, you know, kind of pulls us off topic a little bit is the difference between a, a mid tier army oh, yeah. or a mid tier codex. Like I, I think orc is a mid tier codex mm-hmm. and a top tier codex, how easy it is to play. Uh, wow. Okay. So a top tier codex. So like your, your Eldar, Eldar. codex, uh, your Tau codex, mm-hmm. Necron. Um, and you know, for, for this example, kind of focusing maybe on more on Eldar and Tau where they're, they're a little bit more kind of plug and play. Yeah. You know? Uh, whereas I, I know we just had a local tournament about a month or two ago where, where one of our players won with an orc army. Right? Okay. Yeah. And you know, Danny's a fantastic player and uh-huh. he, he did very well with a, a very, I mean, not much bells and whistles on the orc list uh-huh. and you know and it's just like it came down to the player knowing his army and being able to play it well so i mean does that is that what takes a top tier codex at the top is is it being an almost an autopilot army yeah that's what i'm almost thinking i mean you you run a wraith night you know like wraith night <laughs> and know? 30 scatter bikes calling good <laughs> right and I, I almost think that like you know what the what the things that do the, the Necron do really well. The Elder do really well. The Space Marines do uh, fairly well. Um, I know that, I mean, Space Marines are, I don't know, I, I, up at, 
if you get your free transports, it's almost an auto in army. But like uh, otherwise, you know, the thing that they do really well and Mechanicum do well, although there aren't many options for them, is that they're reliable. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you can have a tactic. You know you're going to get those dice rolls because you're you know you're rolling twos to hit or whatever it may be you know like with with Tau like all right well I I got some marker lights we're hitting on twos with everything you know we we're getting rid of your cover saves like we're eliminating the variables we're playing the game we the way we want to play mm-hmm. it um, and it and, and that's kind of it I think like those top tier game like uh, uh, armies you know it's just reliable like mm-hmm. with orcs. You know, like, they're hitting on fives, <laughs> unless they ran. And they're hitting on sixes, you know. Like, they, their armor is a six, so you may get an armor save, you may not. Like, if you want to get a cover save, it means you have to go to ground, but then you can't do what you do best. I, then you rush into hand-to-hand, and you're doing great that first turn, but then your strength goes back down to three, and you're wounding guardsmen on a four. You know, like, it, the, the you don't have control. Mm-hmm. There's very little control, and you're really, like, you're throwing it to the wind. You're like, all right, am I going to make this? Is this going to happen? So and that was something I was talking about with my opponent last Monday where, you know, like I said, I, I played nothing but orcs forever. I tried space Marines for a little bit, yeah. couldn't get my head wrapped around it. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I'll go back and try again, but like right now, like I was, I'm going to go back to orcs. Um, and, and playing Tyranids was, was so very, very different for me because oh, yeah? for, oh. for my orc list, it was okay. just my tactic is to move everything forward <laughs> yeah. and charge and oh. like and going to something different. And, and, you know, I never really thought about the reliability aspect before, before you pointed it out. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're getting an army where the, the player who controls it finds out that they're snap shooting and, mm. and they're like, Oh, okay. Who cares? Sixes instead of fives. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, it really kind of, it makes it a lot harder to, to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reliability from them comes in like the first round of close combat. <laughs> yeah. If they charge. Uh-huh. And then they can reliably smash anything. Uh-huh. Um, or Unless they don't. <laughs> yeah, unless they don't because you flop dice. But it misses that kind of reliability. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in this edition where it's it's a shooting game. Yeah. yeah. It really, really is a shooting mm-hmm. game just now. So so not being able to do that. And then, then you know, if you're matched up like... Like the last couple of times I played orcs, it was miserable for me to be honest because I go matched up against two Imperial Guard armies that are pretty oh. much identical with wyverns. Uh-huh. So and it was like, oh well, there's all of my things gone. <laughs> um, and it, I mean, they were fun games and you know, the opponents were great. But like pulling up to my second table in round two and seeing the same army, I'd be like, oh wyverns, yay! <laughs> it was it was just demoralizing. Yeah, but it's. It's still a fun army to play. I mean, yeah. honestly, I don't care if I win or lose with orcs because generally I'm going to have fun. The only thing I don't like is when people, you know, talk in orc voices. Oh, do you have people doing that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I, okay. I mean, I understand it's it's your hobby, but it's it's my hobby time too. And and you know, you're like, <laughs> "Oi, boss, let's crump this. Just just roll your damn dice, man. Just just roll the dice." <laughs> Or, so people actually like doing a wah. Like, yeah, or, or actually calling a wah. I think my one of my... always that guy in the tournament. So I think one of my favorite memories. Um, I, you know, I dropped out of 40K for a while. And then my, my first time back was 6th edition. Um, I missed like 4th and 5th. But I was at a, a team tournament that one of the guys runs every year locally here. Mm. And I was playing against, uh, with my friend who got me back in against two guys, uh, uh, Matt Riddle and oh, yeah. Ethan. Oh, okay. Ethan. Oh uh, yeah, I think we we did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys were there too. Yeah. Um, but we're playing, and it was very fun. So we're playing the game, and then they looked at each other. Like, we're going to call our wow. Do you want to do it? And they're like, no. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's that that part never really. 
<laughs> but I've, I've had people come up to me and be like, thank you for being the best kind of orc player. And I'm like, what, the one that loses? And I'm like, no, no, the one that doesn't talk in orc voice all the time. <laughs> I, I think, like, orc players, like, you can, as Gav was kind of pointing out a couple episodes ago, I like to throw <laughs> <and> drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what to say. <laughs> Hopefully it'll well, as, as friend of the show, Gav Thorpe once said. <laughs> well, on an aside, I almost, like, I was tempted to put his name in the title of the last one. Ed Commercial by Gav Thorpe. <laughs> just to get our numbers up and i should have <laughs> now oh, anyway. i don't want to deal with all the complaint emails that you guys said Gethel would be there and it's just a repeat of that like advert he did for you two months ago <laughs> so but anyway I, I think like the uh the idea that like orc players you can generally tell like who an orc player is like i i can't remember what he said it was but yeah it's like the it's it's the people that have a bits box like, it's not a bits box of arms. You know, you go to, like, a space, like a person who plays Space Marines, and they go to their house and, like, see theirs, and it's, like, a tackle box with, like, all the left arms in that compartment, all the right arms in that compartment, all the bolters in that compartment, pistols, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything is, like, pieced out perfectly. I yeah. know you kind of do that. but I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm looking right up there. I, I have it all separated <laughs> out perfectly. So you're a freak. <laughs> it's true. But then, you know, there's also, like, any people... Yeah, they're usually they're like the unshaven, and there's like which you shave <laughs> today. I did. Today, I did. Yeah, like there's there's a there's a person that's drawn to that one that I don't usually see in like the Eldar or mm. the Tau. Well, okay, maybe the Eldar tend to have ponytails, but there's nothing that's more fun for me than going to my bits box and just rating it and, and <laughs> making a model. Yeah, I don't know of any other army where I can look at a list. I like I was going to play. Um, a guy Josh the game is Omar Talos oh okay and I needed a big mech on foot without a gun and all yeah. the big mechs I have have shock attack guns oh. so I went through my bits box <clears throat> and I was able in five minutes to build a big mech <laughs> out of bits that I have and I was I don't know another army where I could look at oh god okay so I need a farseer for this next game oh. <laughs> uh, let's go through my bits box and build a farseer I mean yeah. I'm sure it's possible but it's, it's much harder you know, I mean you do that with space marine you do put a, a fancy helm on him oh I mean, well yeah purity, <laughs> purity seals everywhere <laughs> that's right <laughs> so I mean I, I really like that about the army too and mm. I said something that keeps on pulling me back like I said I've moved on competitively to trying a different army and then seeing how that goes And but I'm always pulled back to orcs like if I want to you know not stress about something I, like right now I'm stressing on how to do my color scheme for my tyrannids okay. and so like I go back and I'll <clears throat> do a boy I'm like okay I know how to do you I like that <laughs> go back there um, but I think it's something I'm always going to go back to mm. yay orcs Yay. High fives. Yay. <laughs> we did it quietly and terribly so I it wouldn't know. cause issues. That's tragic. Oh. All right. Put in like special effects later. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, Japanese like Power Ranger style oh, effects. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back with something incredible. <laughs> Here's the incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Robo Girly Man here calling in from Stasis. Do you have a problem procreating for the Emperor? As an Astartes who's been chemically neutered, I understand. A lot of people across the Imperium are suffering from the same disorder. I'm here to tell you that the Emperor has a better solution than snorting ground-up Turvagon shell. What we have devised is an easy two-step solution. Every morning, wake up, look in the mirror, and say, Fuck you, Chaos. It's their fault anyway. Then look down at your jabang-bangs and say, For the Emperor. In those two easy steps, you too will be able to blame Chaos for your impotence. If only the Space Marines could do the same. Thanks, Dad. Now get out there and procreate for the Emperor. But remember, 
If it comes out funny, exterminatus that muty. This has been Robo Girly Man. Whatever the Emperor's will is, be sure it will find you out. All right. We are back. Back again. <laughs> As we just talk about people who kill each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where we save the real intellectual kind of uh, political debates for the breaks. Oh, we, just, need, we need another podcast where we can just head, can, like, oh, let our salt out. Oh, no, it would just be like, it would just be like Ted and John's no show where he's like, no, no that's not what that means. Are you dummy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get somebody who's uh, politically different on our show that we can uh, uh, pot their volume down once in a while and talk over them. <laughs> I, you know, all joking aside, I think it would be fun to do that with, like, Tim or something and just sit him on the other side and just be like, no, no, shut up, no. <laughs> Don't say anything now if you uh, agree. Oh, was that your mic got turned off? That's right. <laughs> anyway, so. next week is Christmas. No. Well, next week from recording is Christmas. Uh, no, I was wrong. Wow. Like, three weeks from recording is Christmas. A week from when this launches, which obviously people listening to it, it so launches. Ne- so Christmas. next week, or one week in the past, I have to take my paycheck, get a, um, a trip to Mexico within about two days, get one of my organs removed. I don't think your kids want a donkey a show. Cat- <laughs> And somehow I'd be able to buy Christmas presents. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. The, this holiday release schedule has been awful for my ability. Yeah. Oh, I say, you know, I say, I say this holiday release schedule has been awful, but yeah. really what I mean is uh, I bought, like, a Malanthrope and two sets of Devour Arms that have been oh. freely available for, oh. like, at least a couple years. Yeah. It, oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm not looking forward to, like, that swooping. I mean, that's essentially like a Punisher cannon on wings, isn't it? I mean, it's like a it's a, it's an imperial vulture. Kind of, you, you have like twelve strength six shots, strength five shots, and you actually something. have an AP on those things. It's worse than a vulture yeah. with punisher cannons. If only it wasn't attached to a monstrous creature with four wounds and a level two psyker. Okay, so um, that's a rebuttal. How? <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It's it's making my terrible hive tyrant worse. It's kind of yeah, like you have a exactly. you have a hive tyrant, which is a terrible thing, and and then you add wings to it, which makes it hugely worse. And then you add these arms to it, and then you just you're your shit lord. Yeah, and you, and you want to complain about the Tauten Y? You know, never I was, mind, never mind, never mind. I shouldn't have brought that up. Let me pull so, out my notebook of things to complain about. Okay, um, okay. So we're I, thankful for things. Yeah. Well, I was. I was funny. It was uh, I, I made a suggestion because to, to one of one of my friends, he said he wanted to buy the new uh, Mechanicum. Um, oh. gun tank giant yeah. death ray thing. I've heard nasty things about that. Yeah, it's it's brutal, but he really wants to buy one. I'm like, oh man, I was like, so I'll buy all your turnips from you. And he's like, man, I could buy it next paycheck. I was like, what the hell are you going to do? Is it going to be like, hey, Merry Christmas, I bought you this model for me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. So let's talk, I want to split it up into a couple different things I want to talk about. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so we're going to do uh, something we actually want. For Christmas. Yeah? Is it just one thing? or I mean, whatever. I mean, okay. Whatever's going to work. Right. Uh, we're going to wish list something we want uh. for Christmas. And then we're going to do... Uh, I want AIDS. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're listening, it's fine. For, like, he, 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 wants, he wants A-I-D-E-S AIDS. <laughs> like helpers. <laughs> oh, okay. And then uh, what we want for the next year, I guess. Okay. So, uh, what we wish list for, yeah. what we want under the Christmas tree. What we want under the Christmas tree, what we would like to see changed rules-wise, maybe. Or, or okay. something that, you know, isn't going to happen. <clears throat> and okay. then something that we hope will happen next year. Okay. So, something we think is possible. Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. 
All right. Okay. Um, shall we go back and forth? Or we'll start off with yeah. what we want on the Christmas tree? Yeah. Go ahead. What, what do you want uh, under the Christmas tree? I want AIDS. You want AIDS. <laughs> Dietary AIDS. Uh, fitness AIDS. <laughs> Neck AIDS. Neck AIDS. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, hobby-wise, um, you know, we could uh, we could always use another microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it super relatable to the audience where, you know, hey, what what hobby thing would you like? Well, you know, probably another microphone, if not possibly a mixing board. Um, oh, man. Um, lighting setup. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I think like a, an, in draft uh, 1.0 <laughs> when we were talking about our wish listing, like I was thinking like a Spartan would be great. And I, I still think so because like going back to that team tournament or mm-hmm. not the team tournament, the friendly game that we played. Uh, friendly tournament that we played. Um, we got to repreface this every few minutes. Yeah, so so we were talking before, um, just to, to frame this, uh, we went to a friendly tournament uh, cookout uh, yeah. a few months ago. Oh, the food was great. Uh, the food was great. It was awesome. Uh, the MJ's on the Valley, the Hunter Experience hosted. <laughs> the flatulence in there was amazing. Oh, it was, yeah, like a... I thought I was going to be bad. But third, no. third round after lunch when everyone had eaten a bunch of hot dogs was not a pleasant place to be, but it was it was a great event. We had two doors open. But they were like, take your friendliest list. And we had some guys who were like, man, you can't take that number of fly rents, right? oh, yeah. you can't take this and then a couple guys got reprimanded yeah yeah ted and i showed up ted has a spartan and a bunch of forge world <laughs> marine stuff i have five battle wagons loaded with various shooty guns oh, uh, yeah we, we weren't friendly <laughs> <laughs> but i think that was the great thing about it is like you know you look at uh an orc player and they can show up in with whatever and you just kind of feel pity on them they're kind of like the the, the retarded kid <laughs> shows up to play basketball you're like oh whatever <laughs> of course, in this case, the retarded kid took second. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> no, I wasn't second. I was like, uh, I was like fifth or something like that. Your, I yeah. think I ironed that. Okay. Um, well, I took Yo, first. No, I, I got knocked out of fifth because oh. my last game. My you last got knocked out of fifth place? No, I knocked down to fifth, I oh, think, because okay. I lost my first game against uh, the owner, Hunter. Okay. He played. He cheated. Oh, no, he had tables. a really good list, to be honest. <laughs> it was a fun game. He had, um, like, uh, venom throwups, and he had like uh, thirty gene stealers. It's like okay. no gene stealers for days. I I appreciate that guy and like his tenacity to make gene stealers a thing. <laughs> 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 no, really. I mean, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, I love that. You know, gene stealers. Like, I love the idea of gene stealers. Like, that was. I mean, that started Tyranids. That yeah. was the Tyranids. Well, I, I have. I looked at the um. The, we're doing the Leviathan campaign coming up, mm, yeah, and yeah. the first book out of like the Deathstorm book. The first mission is a squad of gene stealers. <clears throat> so oh, cool. To actually paint up a squad of uh, against orcs, they'll yeah. be pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, that's against. Uh, it's Blood against Angels, Blood Angel right. Terminators. So <laughs> I, I don't share your faith. <laughs> so so yeah, but it, that was um, I you know I had a Spartan. I had a it was my Iron Hands with a an ally of Flesh Terrors because <clears throat> I didn't have the points of Iron Hands. So it was really kind of nice. Like, like I had the Spartan with like all the Terminators loaded up in it. They didn't do a whole lot. Like really, I mean that's like. I, I had a, an HQ and five uh, assault terminators. So, gosh, what is, there's almost 300 points plus another 200. So there's almost 500 points plus uh, uh, an HQ. So we're looking at almost 700 points. That's like that's a third of my army right there. <laughs> and it, it, it you know occasionally would hop out and and, and kill Too a stuff. few. Yeah, you know, take out a 100-point unit <laughs> and got back on the ride and then shoot things. Um, 
but you know, it's it'd still be nice. I think like it would be that list was really fun. Um and it did a lot better. It was like a last minute list. Like I was I went to this tournament and I was like, Oh man, I got three nights. I think I talked about this mm-hmm. in a previous yeah, podcast. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've got three nights, and then later on find out that we can't use super heavies, so I end up like, yeah, because like, the going. night before, <laughs> I, I texted you and I'm like, hey man, it's a friendly tournament, no super heavies, because I remembered like mm-hmm. you just finished your nights for another tournament. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh wait, Which shit, he's going to bring his nights. I'm like, hey, no, no nights. And you're like, ah. <laughs> Stay up till seven in the morning, painting, <laughs> like trying to get everything like tabletop ready. But um, so it'd be nice. I think like get some more Terminators for the Iron Hand. So if I had a if I had a Spartan, like that was the original like under the tree thing. Um, but I'm gonna be going to the Adepticon in a couple months. Mm, yes, and I wouldn't mind if uh, somebody decided to put down. A couple thou on a warlord titan. I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking. I am so bummed out that I'm not going to Adapticon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll get you napkins. Or, yeah, get me napkins and yeah. then uh, some Forge World things. Swindle a uh, bra off with somebody. Oh, I can do that at home. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> with much better success. Okay, so I think for under my tree, <clears throat> I mean, a Spartan would be super cool. Um, yeah, you're in the prime to get one of those, aren't you? I, I'm getting primed to I'm At the same time, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm on the tier in train right now. So oh, like right okay. now, I'm, I'm making my competitive army, which I have all the models for my, my quote-unquote competitive army now. Uh-huh. I just get them painted and assembled. And then I'm going to start doing kind of what you did for you and Kurt's Red Wild campaign. Oh, right. Where, like, right, you, were, right. you were building the army by mission. So kind of looking, hey, this is what's up next. I need to get oh, okay. this done. So um, I'm excited to um, – once I've expanded my turns by doing uh, that, which I think is a, a good way to go because a lot of the missions in those books are like, hey, you have to take this formation uh, mm-hmm. or this has to be here. So I know I need to get, like, a Sky Slasher Swarm or, oh, okay. or, or something like that. Uh-huh. Once I'm done with that, I think I'm going to move on to the, the, the 30K stuff. And oh, okay. then I'll get all spartaned up. Oh, I'm just gonna say, like, I mean, and the, on an aside, like this, uh, um, the Red Walk campaign mm-hmm. has been. I mean, it's been a lot of fun, but it's been hell for modeling. Like, I mean, absolutely, because like, you know, we'll do a, um, and I've had orcs. I have tons of orcs, like way, way too many. But uh, you know, there's still like, there's always something that you don't have. You're mm-hmm. like, you know, when I first we start first start playing. Like, I didn't have a Morkonaut. I had one in a box, I think, and that mm-hmm. was about it. And then, you know, so now you need a Morkonaut. And, like, well, fuck, I have, like, two weeks to put together a Morkonaut. Okay, I got to do this. And then, you know, um, but you don't really have the chance to, like, really – and Tyranids might be a bit easier. I mean, there probably isn't so much, like, conversion, like no. we were kind of talking about. But, you know, with, like, Orcs, you want to, like, put your love into it. And so, like, you know, Kurt has all the painted models. <laughs> <laughs> I have the gray and white. Well, I, I know for my, my turns, I'm, like, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to get a quick way to get them painted. So yeah. I have two options right now I'm looking at. One is dry brushing and one is airbrushing. Okay. And I don't like how the airbrush one oh, turned out. Because yeah. what I do to get, because I'm doing um, Leviathan, so okay. like white and purple. Yeah. Um, so what I did is I, I paint them all pink mm-hmm. and then I wash them all purple. Okay. And then for what I did for one high tyrant is I dry brushed it white. Oh, okay. So you still have kind of those pinks and purples underneath. Yeah. And the other one I did uh, today, I was like, well, if I do a really light airbrush, then that'll still come through and do it thicker in some sections. And But it just, I didn't come through as well as I, uh, I liked it too. So, but I at the same time, I'm a dry brush an army. So it's, <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah. Gaunts for days. <laughs> I have about 80 gaunts I have to assemble. Oh, dude. Paint. <laughs> Thankfully not for my competitive army, but uh, eventually yeah. I'm going to need them. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're going to do a swarm. Yeah. Well, a couple of missions call for turbogons oh, okay. and things like that. So variety and not monsters. yeah. So I so think what do you want under the under the tree? I think I would either like something big, 
something yeah. big. So I think I Bio-Titan? would. Bio-Titan? No, not that big. Uh, maybe a, um, their name escapes me right now. They're, they're Lords of War. Uh, a Towton. Yes, a Towton <laughs> that I can turn it up. <laughs> no, uh, oh, uh, uh, a barbed Herodule. Mm, Those okay. are nasty, nasty units. Yeah, that's an old model, but it looks mm-hmm. good. It still looks good. I mean, all of the Forge World stuff still looks good. It's an older mm-hmm. model. Um, it has, like, I think six strength 10 shots coming out of it every turn. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's brutal and It's a little overcosted points wise, but, you know, that doesn't matter. Still looks good. <laughs> yeah. And dry brush and purple. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, like, using gargantuan creatures. Like, having used Stompas and Bane Blades and, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff, but. You know, like knights, where you get like two last cannon shots, and like they're you're dead. You yeah. know, like if they roll well, they're dead. But yeah, you know, I, I think like having that that the stability of the um, of of the gargantuan creatures is kind of exciting. Like the idea of well, I mean, they still have the same thing, kind of like with with hull points. So I mean, if you get like a killing blow or whatever, well, then you true. do like D three D six wins. I mean, that's that's issue. not as prevalent as like you, you know, see that's ninety p two. That's what failed my my squiggeth is as soon as it got in combat, it was dead. Oh, okay. Because, like, power fist to it would just take it <clears throat> take it out completely. Um, but was yeah, that gaining extra wounds, or is the power fist Yeah, it would just... gain, gain extra wounds off a of power fist, because it's AP2. So the AP2 would oh. actually... Yeah. Oh. I, I forget what it did. Anyway, it was, okay. it was, okay. it was, it was, it was brutal. Anyway, it was, <laughs> I was trying to buy 10, 15 Terminators. It was oh, no, no well, fun yeah. days at no. the office that day. <laughs> um, real good game, actually, though. Played a guy from Fairbanks with playing a lot of old-school Ultramarines. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it looked awesome. He's a, yeah, he's cool. Um, so what about kind of... What's, what's our Christmas wish? If we were to wish upon a star... Oh, man. What would you change um, or want to change? Let's see. I'd probably uh, lose about ten pounds, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe my double chin. Well, that would be part and parcel of the ten pounds, because that's where the ten <laughs> pounds would come from. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I, I think it would, I, somebody really has to go through our podcast and count up like how many times we bitch about Gorkamorkonauts, but I think it's the change to the Gorkamorkonaut. Yeah, like. You know, whether it's, like, assault ramps or whether it's, like, being able to carry ten guys, um, having shooting ports, maybe? I mean, something something to, to change its... I think what would help it is if it was counted as open top when you're shooting from it, but not when you're shooting at it. So okay. so you would be able to shoot all of your guns out the front of it and not just none, because there's no, there's no firing ports in it. Yeah. So your guys in there are kind of useless. I mean... And those things have a ton of guns as it is. I mean, mm-hmm. that would that would actually give it like a solid battlefield role. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the Morkanot, like as I play it, you know, it's really just like a really expensive like five plus save that yeah. I'm giving to people, and that's and that's how I run it. Yeah. But the, the Gorkanot, though, is the thing of beauty when it works right. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, the amount of shots that thing can pump out in a good dice roll is. Dude. And if you give it firing ports with a whole bunch of uh, Ludas inside, <laughs> ridiculous, right? <laughs> and I said realistic wishes. No, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think that'd be it. I think it'd be like changes to you know some tweaks to some of the rules. Um, uh, you know, get, get the Morkonaut, Gorkonaut, and it wouldn't take much, I think. Um, but I, you know, and maybe. Uh, maybe a couple of new models for the for the orcs. I'd love to see. Like honestly, like there was rumor at one point about them not doing. I think it was like before like the truck came out. Like there was rumors that instead of a truck, they were going to come up with like this multifunction kit that you could make either a truck or a battle. Wa- uh, uh, yeah, I think you could put two of them together to make a battle wagon, or you can do a uh, buggy or a track. I think mm-hmm. so. There's like this. None of that happened. <laughs> yeah, the truck, which is a great model. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, 
So I think like that, that would be kind of cool. Like if they did go back and do like, all right, here's your here's your gubbins. Here's that just a bunch of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put together to like make whatever. Because we know orc players just don't follow instructions. No. <laughs> um, I would like to see Decurian style formations for all. For everybody. For everyone. So free transports for everybody. Well, I mean, not but thematically <clears throat> fitting with the army. So okay. like like with the the Necrons, you get the the boost to your your reanimation protocol no no with no john no 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 <laughs> bad, like that that's bad the thing bad. that's that's the thing with um with space marines you get the the free transports for all with like other okay. um with eldar you get something funky or okay. you know. but but to kind of have that because the, the the thing that bothers me you know and i'm going back to orcs by the orc codex was that was really one of the first codexes or codices that came out with formations in it. oh yeah true and like I was like, man, my army's gonna be one awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's there's formations in here. This is how it's going. And then like six months later, like the the Necro came out with the Decurion. You're like, no, I want that. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you know, so it's kind of like uh, we were kind of like a, the the start of the the formation cycle, and and I feel kind of behind now. Oh yeah. And I think it's. Hell, even if you did a digital release where you did like a Decurian style formation for, for yeah. each of the armies, charge five bucks each for it, then you're good to go. Um, yeah. That would be super nice. Huh. Oh. Yeah, maybe there's a little th- a theme here. You know, maybe it's like anything that's green is usually the test bed for things. Because, like, what is like Dark Angels for the longest time are like the test bed for like the Space Marines? Like, heresy. Oh, that worked, that worked, that worked. Oh, those didn't work. All right, well, let's give the goods. To, you know. <laughs> and then, like, orcs were usually the test bed, it seemed like, for, for, for a lot of additions. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like, I, you know, I'm not, we're not expecting it to be top tier, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That would, that'd be kind of cool because yeah. I also looking back, um, the, the reason why I was going to say that was that the red wall was the first time I think that we had like a campaign, yeah. like and out of the three that we've had. Um, and so I think like things like they seem to like by Leviathan, they have it kind of figured out. Yeah. And, and then, Leviathan like, is top notch for, for what they, they put out for it. And for the, the, uh, the Tau, uh, Imperium one, it seems like it's like, you know, yeah. right, they got their method down. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. So it seems to me they're doing army updates that way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because Tyranids, they got a whole bunch of new units, whole mm-hmm. bunch of new formations out of the Leviathan books. Mm-hmm. Um, White Scars got a whole bunch of oh, formations, yeah. and, things. and that's where we're seeing like army lists coming out. Yeah, because we didn't see that in the Red Wall. Like, no, it was just you know, and we got some great formations. Um, but... oh, yeah, yeah, I never leave home without at least one Red Wall formation. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. The Boss Boys come in Red Wall. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's where a lot of new stuff is coming. I mean, if we look at like the like I said the, the last few months, you have the the new Tau formations that are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Storm Surge was attached to that that oh, book. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Ghost Keel well, mm. was attached to that book. Um, it's it's an interesting way uh, of doing it. I mean, and and it makes sense because you know the Codex cycle being what it is, there's only so often you can update it before people bitch. <laughs> you know, people are complaining about the towel. Like, yeah, we just, yeah, we just had a new Codex, but if they're doing, the Knights is the same thing. If they're doing, well, to be, I, I understand the Knights one, <laughs> to, to, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Two uh, options, enjoy. Uh, well, yeah, because I bought the original Knight Codex and it was, it was literally, it's A or B. Yeah. One's your warlord. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> uh, but then, like, the new Codex has a lot of good things. But at the same time, I'm like, really? It's a year later? Less than a year later, I have another book I have to buy for the one model I feel sometimes? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this way where you're getting – I mean, I don't know if the, the campaign part of the fluff or, you know, the, the, the stories or the presentation makes it less painful. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see many people bitching. Like after like Monkey and the other tab book came out, or, or when Leviathan came out, the 
Not a lot of people were bitching about it being like a, oh no, another codex to buy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot more of those coming along. So that's your your wish is for more formations for the orcs. Is that right? Well, the Curian style formation. Oh, okay. For the orcs or some. What kind would of you see? Like, what would you see orcs getting? Um, I would want them to be um, clan based. Oh yeah. Okay. And benefits as such. Okay. So, so you take your speed freak. Speed you freak. Your... Yeah. So okay. speed freak list, like a sp- like where you get bonuses to to your you know speedy units and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or like uh... since we're wish listing, I okay. What would you <laughs> uh, what would you do for like the uh, um, for the the uh, the uh, the death skulls? Uh, preferred enemies, maybe reroll oh, ones okay. to ones to hit. <clears throat> um. Or cool. yeah, there's just something simple like that where you know, I mean the the, the whole thing is if you have a squad of Ludas and you're mm. rolling like forty dice and you can reroll ones to hit, I think that would be like not overpowered, but at the same time it would be it would be something because if you <laughs> roll like amazing, if you roll actually. five ones that you get uh-huh. to reroll, you still have to get a five or a six, yeah, um, or maybe even get finders. Like okay. The little five point upgrade where you know they they don't move they get plus one to their ballistic skill, okay. but I think that would be more game breaking than a than a preferred enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Okay. And uh, let's see what is uh um what's the next one? It was what's what's actually coming out. Yeah. Well, what do you want to see come out in the future? Uh, you know, but uh, maybe I didn't think too uh, too high. Maybe I didn't reach too too far, but. Uh, because I'm, I'm still thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I'm still like, working, working. I'm just stuck at that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would love to see more campaigns. Um, you know, I think that's they, they seem to be doing fairly well. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast with this one. I can't wait to start the next mm-hmm. one. Um, you know, like I would love to see. Like honestly, like I would love to. Like I, I would. Yeah, I would love to see more camp uh, games like uh, uh, Betrayal of Caliph. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was hella fun. Specialist games. <laughs> Specialist games are coming back. Yeah, so that's that's something. Yeah, I'm excited about that. How about you? Necromunda. Necromunda. You're looking Necromunda. for a new Necromunda set. I'm looking for a new Necromunda oh, set in wow. 2016. I don't think I'm going to see it. You don't think so? I don't do think, think we're going to see any like kind of classic re-releases to like 2017. <clears throat> okay. But I mean, it's like I have a Necromunda box. Yeah. I will still buy the new Necromunda box. Oh, I, right. I have a Blood Bowl box. I will still buy the hell out of a Blood Bowl box. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not sure and how still the teams and gangs. And I, I, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Is the thing. Uh-huh. I mean, and we talked about this a little before with the Betrayal of Catfly episode. But yeah. you'd almost have to have a base ganger set and and weapon upgrades mm-hmm. and a weapon upgrade sprue. Which I know they have weapon upgrade sprues before. Yeah, um, plastic opens up some more options. But uh-huh. that's I would love to see plastic. And you know, like the last one where like I, I love that. You know, I had an Escher gang and I just used the uh, the Orlocks. You know, it counts as it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Like. <laughs> as you as you know now, like the moment you have a character you love, it's gonna get like it's gonna get its leg ripped off. And yeah. It's gonna get a bionic leg, and like, or else you're gonna be running around like, well, oh crap! I just got a plasma cannon. I want to model that. Like, you're gonna be your model by the end before they die is just gonna be a wad of glue with shit sticking <laughs> out of it. You know, like I know we uh, we're doing a little Necromunda campaign locally here. Um, I managed to play one game to everyone else's like twelve, so oh, okay. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, but the first game I played, we were so 
so I have Master Gang, and I have my my gang leader tooled up for close combat. She's got like her sword. She has her auto pistol. It's a yeah. classic model. Uh-huh. Um, and after game one, uh, she went out of action. She lost one to her movement and got plus one to her ballistic skill. <laughs> so I'm like, no, that's not what I tooled you up for. Yeah. I tooled you up for close combat, not this. Here's your heavy stubber now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then yeah, so it was it was crazy. Um, and, uh, and then a lot of the guys are having fun with that there. And I, uh, there's a guy starting. He has a uh, he's using Dark Eldar as standing Eshers. Mm. Um, and then uh, Phil, uh, our, our glacial geek friend, is, yeah. is using um, is using guardsmen in place of warlock. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Like yeah. I, I saw like what Talarn and uh, yeah. Katachin, and yeah. like it's all the old school metals. He, he has a the, they're his abandoners. Okay, so, so they're like deserters <laughs> uh-huh. in the underhive. I saw and, another kid that was doing like a uh, um, oh, it was a Bioshock theme. Yeah, yeah, like, those look sick. Yeah, and then there was um, Zach, one of the guys who, who's running the, the campaign. His gang is like converted, and he just did a, I think a simple head swap where he put Necron heads on things, and oh. it looks so badass. It's like okay. little death masks on them. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's it's been well. The game I play was a lot of fun, and okay. I know the guys are having a good time with it. Um, and like I said, I, I'm excited for specialist games to come back. Warhammer Quest. <laughs> That's right. You mentioned that. When Warhammer Quest comes, we will be having a like wow. weekly or bi-weekly Warhammer Quest <laughs> session because I love that game so much. Oh, it seems like every Friday there's uh, <laughs> the, the fr- uh, Fred Meyer on Northern Lights seems to run out of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's kind of what I would be looking for. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's uh, take our last break, and then we're coming back real quickly, wrap things up, and then then we're done again. Oh, until next time. Yeah. Oh man, I am thirsty. What's this? We've got some orange juice, some purple stuff. Ge- generic soda. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so much blood. What, what, what did I do? Generic soda. It's the taste to kill for. Do not kill for the taste of generic soda. Uh, oh, wow. That's a great ad again. Uh, We're going to record some new ones one of these days. <laughs> I, I, I got to get back to it. Um, <laughs> after Christmas. After, after Christmas, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this let's, let's, let's make promises now that we can <laughs> not deliver on You, later. our podcasting <laughs> audience, are like our children who we promise things to and then never, <laughs> never follow through. We'll on. go to Disneyland next summer. Oh, wait, Sorry about that. If we'll it go wasn't... To- Fairbanks next summer. <laughs> if it wasn't for your mom, no I'm kidding. That's, uh, Children of divorce. So, uh, so yeah, this has been episode twelve of Mob Rules. We've been talking a little about orcs and stuff coming. We made it to twelve. Yeah. Well, who, who'd we have thought a, it? We got a dozen in the bag. Yeah. What do you think, Silent Guest? And one that fell out. Yeah, we still, we have our <laughs> lost episode. Uh, our, our lost episode where we'll revisit that at some point. We'll probably pull Joe and Phil back in for that one. Oh yeah. That, that was that was a really good. It was one. really good. We were like super hyped. One. Everybody, I, I just want to point out that be prepared for the best. Yeah. The best is still uh, waiting to happen. Yeah, we're just going to say that every episode. But though. I guess it's not really 
is going to happen. It did happen. So I don't know. Yeah. Wait for the past. <laughs> yes. Wait for the past. Uh, we will be back next time. Next time we were going to be going over this, this year in review. Uh, and I think just for Games Workshop in general, because, you know, we have our Summer of Sigmar and, and then all those awesome new kits coming out of that as well. Mm. Um, and then I, I'm excited for that. It's, it's been a, been Ooh, a really good year. All those are coming out? Oh. oh, man. No, call them by their real name. Oh. I think it's Seraph. Oh. Yeah. Syrup, okay. syrup, 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 <laughs> yeah, syrup, <laughs> dinosaurs. Uh, so yeah, for uh, for Ted and for John, this has been episode twelve of Mob Rules. Mob oh, Rules. No! Thank you. Bye. Bye. Flaccid. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.